we are live. Good morning, everybody. It's your favorite truck driver in the whole wide world. It's Bitcoin Ben. Here for the daily, what's going on in cryptocurrencies in the rest of the world? Now, a quick shout out to my good friend, Derek. Last night, we did uh, here in Sarasota at the club. We did our weekly S or our monthly SRQ leaders interviews and shows. Last night, here I'll show you. There you go. There's us last night on the show. Great guy. We went everywhere. We went woo-woo. We went cryptos. He's a truck driver. And with this is how this is how amazing the interview was. It reached a point when we were talking about the KKK. Right? Obviously. Eric is an African-American. And we were talking about the history of the KKK. And his girlfriend, who was sitting like out in front of us, when I started actually talking about the history of the KKK, she was like, I had no idea. I had no, she's like blown away. And, and it literally, it was an honest conversation about history. And that's what makes our shows so much completely different from everyone else's. Because we give the accurate information, right? And I'm not saying the KKK was good, not at all. But I gave the accurate history of it and how they were infiltrated by the Democrats and how at the beginning that they were really um, not created for racism. They were created to actually go after people who, who had, had broken their bonds. Right? And that that they were originally bounty hunters and that that six of the original members of the KKK were black. They were black bounty hunters and that the reason they wore hoods was because they were local bounty hunters. And 
out bounty hunters at the time didn't want people to know who they were. Because if you knew who who the bounty hunters were, you could bribe them, you could kill them, you could hurt their families. I went into the whole history. It was just a great interview. Thank you, Derek. And it it was fun. If you want to check out that three three hour and seventeen minute interview, check it out. You'll love it. We went bamboo. We went woo woo. We went cryptos. We went God. We went into religion. We went into church. We went into everything. One of the most interesting interviews I've ever done. You can check it out on Patreon. There's a link under here. Or you can check it out on the Crypto Club website, which I, oh, here, let me put it up. Right there, put that right there. There's the QR code for the Crypto Club website and FGTV. That's what our shows play on, is our our own personal television channel, FGTV. All right, let's move on. Okay, so we have more information coming out. All right, you guys remember a program, an app that was called BACT, B-A-K-K-T. Remember BACT? Well, I got a little nugget from a friend up in New York. And he says, hey, Ben, give a look at what's going on over at BACT. No problem. So I start doing a little digging. And I know a guy who was involved with the BACT project. So reach out to him. Hey, what's going on with Bact? Oh my God, Ben, here, let me lay it out for you. There, who is partnering with Apple, like I talked about yesterday, right? Loved it. Good morning, lovelies. I think she's actually talking about the show last night. So the BACT project, right, is now implementing what Michael Saylor's company is also implementing, which is rewards programs 
and incentive programs for corporations all over the world to reward behavior and incentivize clientele with Bitcoin. Now, yes, ICE plus NASDAQ equals rockets. Bingo, bamboo. Bingo, baby. Now, we also remember that NASDAQ and ICE, which is the Intercontinental Exchange, they run the New York Stock Exchange. Intercontinental Exchange, which is ICE. That's their acronym. Now, the thing is, is that the New York Stock Exchange is now, as of June 1st, think about everything going on, and I'm going to run through everything that launched today. Number one, the NASDAQ and New York Stock Exchange now have custodial services for Bitcoin to the NASDAQ and the New York Stock Exchange clientele. Second, the BACT project is now offering integration with Apple that goes live today. Now, Is it going to show up on your Apple phone right away? No, no, no. This is all online right now at Apple stores. Not the Apple phone yet. Just at the Apple stores. They're in the beta testing for Apple phones using the Apple stores as the test bed for this application, this rewards application using Bitcoin and the Lightning Network. Right. Custodial, not my coin. Bingo. Would I trust the New York Stock Exchange to hold my Bitcoin? Hell to the no. Hold your own Bitcoin. Now, is it wrong to earn some Bitcoin on a platform that allows you to pull it off? Nope. Nothing wrong with that. Because if you're earning some Bitcoin, it's like the Fold app that I got on my phone. I earned some Bitcoin 
using the fold card, which I think I have a link under here for. And I get some free Satoshis as I shop. Now, what else is going on? As of today, over in Japan, Indonesia, basically a lot of the BRIC nations are allowing Bitcoin purchases to the general public. Remember back in the day, back in 16, back in 17, who drove the crypto market? You guys remember? South Korea, Japan, China. If you aren't bullish on the Bitcoin, I don't know what you're waiting for. I don't know what else you need to hear except that multi-billion dollar corporations are implementing the Bitcoin into their rewards structure and their, their advertisement structure. This, it, with the backed project, to, tell me if this sounds familiar. With the backed project, as a corporation, the backed project will allow you to pay people to share a link, and if the link is used, you get paid in Bitcoin. What? What, Mr. Bitcoin, Ben? Did you say that the backed project has an application that they can set up Apple, and many other corporations. Apple ain't the only one backs is working with. That they will reward you for sharing their information and their offers with friends in your network. Oh, oh. Who, who'd have thunk it? Who would have thought of the idea of the shareable economy coming out? That word of mouth had a higher value than mainstream marketing. Wow. Wow. 
it's almost like we're on the brink of a new way to market to people where you as an individual you can get paid your side gig can be referrals bingo that your side gig can be referring products to your friends. And as long as you're honest and you're not referring a product or a service or a restaurant just for the money, if you're referring it because you you genuinely tried it, and you said, wow, this restaurant's got really good hot wings. And you send out on your social media that, hey, right here, check it out. I had wings over at blah, blah, blah. Great wings. Here's a picture of me eating wings. And someone clicks the link and goes there and gets some wings. And you're rewarded a few Satoshis for giving them a thumbs up. And I used the word thumbs up on purpose. Where do you think Twitter's going with this? Where do you think YouTube is going to be going with this? Where do you think Rumble is going to be going with this? Your approval, your opinion has value because you are the consumer. And you don't think these review platforms, what's that one? There's one that my wife uses. Uh, uh, God, what's it called? Uh, help me out here, chat. You know what I'm talking about. Where uh, it's like a website that lets you know if a place like got good reviews or bad reviews. Yelp, yes. Yes. You don't think Yelp is going to implement this? I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Yelp is going to implement this software. And they're, they're going to... And... and Companies working with Yelp will go out, purchase some Bitcoin, and they will gamify Yelp. Where you can earn, like, whether or not 
Yelp sucks is irrelevant. The fact is, is that they'll implement it. And there's a lot of people that think Yelp is, you know, the end all that be all. Right? They're extortionists. Oh, I agree. I agree. They leverage. They're like, don't get a bad Yelp review. Yelp review. Well, we can get rid of these bad reviews for a little fee. Absolutely. But what it does is it monetizes your opinion. It monetizes your network. So, as I've said in the past, your net worth is your network. Or your network is your net worth. It's the old slogan. It's not what you know. It's who you know. Now it's not what you know or who you know. It's how many people trust you. Bingo. That goes back to how I've said in the past. The internet is a weapon of reputation. Why do you think China, right? Hear me out on this. Why do you think China is weaponizing social media? See, the little secret is social media is already weaponized. Let's, Let's use an example. Let's use Facebook. All right. Let's say there's a girl and a boyfriend. There's a girlfriend and a boyfriend. And they break up. And the girlfriend or the boyfriend tags the other person and says, What a horrible sum of my bitches. This sum of my bitch, he did this. That sum of my bitch, she did that. It's already weaponized. It's it's just who is firing the weapons. Is it government or is it individuals? But having that above your head Right. Naturally balances people. It's like George Washington said. A well-armed society is a polite society. See, the weapons have just changed. 
changed. See, in the old days, if somebody wronged you, you'd go outside and have a duel. I challenge you to a duel. Today, if you wrong somebody, they they go online and they try to assassinate your network. Welcome to the new reality. This, this is where we're at, folks. Now, should the government be monitoring and should the government be enforcing social interactions online? No, not the government's job to set the culture. Oh, wait, that is the definition of communism. Hence why China and the Chinese government has the social credit score because they, as communists, they want to set the social norms and the social norms better be pro-communism. Here in America, truckers for freedom, we don't want the government setting cultural norms. That was the, that's the reason we had the revolution to begin with. So that the people would set the cultural norms and not the government. That's why we got the 50 states. So that each state will have its own culture. California looks nothing like Texas culturally. Alaska looks nothing like Hawaii culturally. New York looks nothing like Florida culturally. That's on purpose. So that the cultures can look at the other states and go, okay, what worked there? What worked there? Right? America, I've heard people say America's the melting pot. No, we're not. America's the buffet of opinion. You can gloss right over the vegetables and go straight for the chicken wings. Or you can be a vegetarian, gloss right over the pork steak, the chicken wings. 
the the meatloaf that doesn't quite look like meatloaf. And you can go right to the broccoli. That's America. That's what it was founded to be. And that's what it will always be. Because the culture of America is freedom. Now, the problem with America is the cooks. The cooks are trying to tell the vegetarians that the vegetarians are right and that all the chicken wing eaters hate broccoli and that you should rebel and you should go against and attack the chicken wing eaters down the line, shoving their face with chicken wings. while telling the people eating chicken wings that they're they're destroying the restaurant that their opinion of eating chicken wings is destroying the ecosystem of the buffet in the restaurant and the government has partnered with the broccoli suppliers and they've partnered with the ingredients people of all the food and they've corrupted the food the food is everything the food is They've corrupted the menu. Let's put it that way. Where if if you choose chicken wings, they're going to take chicken wings off the menu. So those who like chicken wings, no. You're not going to be able to find no chicken wings. Even if we got chicken wings, you ain't going to be able to see no chicken wings. That's the matrix. The matrix is the menu. And the matrix is the technology that we get the messaging. I talked about Calix Solutions and our Liberty Laptop yesterday. In fact, I've been going on a rant all week. My friends, I talked with my friend at X-22. I talked with Dave at X-22 yesterday. I'm going back on his show to specifically talk about what's going on right now. Have any of you gotten that notice on your phone or on a website asking 
listen, listen closely, asking the website to not or to not share your information with other websites you visit or asking you to ask the website to not share your information with other websites you go to. Yeah. You know why? Because it's in the code. Everything. All right. When I create a YouTube video, it is tagged with a URL. I've noticed that a lot of the videos, in fact, probably 95% of the videos that I talk about Trump or I talk about anything that may not be approved, at the end of the URL is a capital Q. Check some of my past videos. That the URL for that video at the end of the sequence has a capital Q. And when I share it on other social medias, that cue lets the platform know to flag it automatically. They're in, they are embedding the filtering into the QRLs so no matter where you post it, the software, the platform you're on recognizes that cue. And the laptop and the television you're watching recognizes that cue. That's the little secret that nobody knows. These hardware, your laptop, your television, your monitor is monitoring the URL and the software and the microchips that create the URL are labeling them so that they can flag and silence you without you even knowing about it. Anybody want to get a Liberty laptop? Because your Liberty laptop 
is the only laptop that's going to allow you to go around this. My friends, I've told you before, this is a deeper war than you guys can even imagine. See, America not only has to produce its own food, we now have to produce our own technology. If we don't, we're done. It's just Calix Solutions was the first to notice it and do something about it. Call Patrick now. And I announced the other day, we, Calix Solutions now does custom laptops. Custom hardware laptops. You tell us the type of laptop you want we build it for you in-house, and we ship it to you. Anybody want a genuine freedom, American-made, or shall I say, American-fixed laptop? Calix Solutions. I think the new Calix slogan is going to be taking Chinese shit and getting it fixed. <laughs> we fix Chinese shit. How's that slogan? Click the link under here or Calix Solutions. If you want a custom laptop or you just want to talk to, about, talk to Patrick about getting one and how you do that, 702-845-8276. All right, now I'm jumping over to Patreon and we're going to talk about this more in depth. Click the link under here. Join me on Patreon in about 10 minutes. We're, we're going to go deeper. I'm going to show you how the plug. Oh, oh hang on. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got a message from Patrick. Point of clarification. I tell you, Patrick should have been a lawyer. <laughs> we do not cut, we do not custom laptops. We do custom desktops. No one sells 
chassis for laptops. Yeah, okay. Thank you, Patrick. <laughs> Patrick is, he's, he keeps me between the lines. And I, once in a while, I yank him off the highway and we go four-wheeling. So, okay, jumping over to Patreon. Love you, Patrick. <laughs> I'm jumping over to Patreon now, and we're going to talk about how your new power cord is reprogramming your computer and your television and your refrigerator and your internet of things. Love you, Patrick. Hey, the fishing trip's only like, I think four weeks away. Ah, we're gonna go catch us some crappy. I love you guys. See you guys on Patreon in about 10 minutes. Click the link under here for Patreon. Love you. It's only five bucks. Love you guys. Bye-bye.